Today on The Breakdown, high stakes poker. I'm all here. It's not your dad's high got stakes the poker. Easter Jacks, got the Jackson Diamonds, they hold back, Molly. It's not your mom's high stakes you poker. It's not your not your cousin's high stakes poker either. It's your high stakes poker. And this time around, <laughs> your high stakes poker involves Jason Kuhn, you know, famous swole red haired dude who Plays really, really, really well. One of the best players in the world, for sure. Plays at the absolute highest stakes available. And guess what? Once again, we're going to see a pot that is just going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars in it as he plays against notable amateur but rich guy but maybe pretty good Jake Daniels, who I think we all know where he got his money. Bourbon much? Uh... Anyway, high stakes poker. Let's get to it on the breakdown with Great Destin and Jonathan Levy. Hey, no, like Jack Daniels. It, it may still be true that I'm correct, and we are past this phase because I never liked the phase mm. because you're the one who brought it up. But I was really hoping we were past the much phase where you just say like something much. Like, I really was wishing we were past that because that phase fucking sucked. We've been past that phase for a long time. Okay, good. Okay, good. Because I hated it. <laughs> it's a terrible phase. I mean, the sorry, not sorry phase was, was worse. I think I can agree with that. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry is terrible. The absolute fucking worst, I think. I What's mean, worse than sorry, not sorry? You put me on the spot here. There's a lot of terrible cultural phase, phrases. Yeah, I understand. But I good mean, luck. Like, are we only doing phrases? Can I, I don't say, know. Can I say jinkos? Do you know what Jinkos are? I don't. Those little giant jeans from like the late 90s, early 2000s. They look like the size of a parachute that you're wearing. Huh. Um, I don't know what those are. And I guess, sure, why not? You can say Jinkos. Sure. I'm, I'm feeling generous today. You think that's worse than Sorry Not Sorry, though? Because, wow. No. Sorry okay. Not Sorry is bad. It's so bad. Yeah. That may just be the Darth Vader of fucking bad phrases, you know? Uh, like, you know how I feel about normalize. Yeah, you do, but but you can, you cannot think it's worse than sorry, not sorry. Can it depends. You? Go ahead. It depends. I think normal like if you see enough normalized content, <laughs> it can enrage you. It's of like course. A, it's like a, it's like when you're simmering a delicious soup, which I like to talk about all the time. Soup. Yeah, Grant um, is now a soup maker. I like soup. <laughs> <laughs> so, if <you're, laughs> so if you're simmering a delicious soup and then you leave the heat on a little too high, how it just starts at that simmer, but eventually that thing's boiling over. That's what happens when you look at normalized content, which normal, when I say normalized content, it just means like people on the internet starting sentences with normalize as if they're saying something fucking profound, but really they're usually just saying something like normalize being true to yourself. Like what? Like that's abnormal. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Cindy? Fuck off. Okay. That's fine that you're upset about that. I'm upset about it, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the question. The question is, isn't, is it something to be upset about? The question is, is it worse than sorry? Not sorry. So what I'm saying is, if you give yourself an equal amount of sorry, not sorry that you're talking about in terms of normalized, that would push you over the edge. You would be on a freaking murderous give rampage. Give me some context, man. Show me some sorry, not sorry context. I mean, I know what it, everything. Uh, okay, that's not very useful. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Did that bother you a little bit? <laughs> Sucks, right? <sighs> sorry, not sorry. I'm not even good at it because I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the the gist. Just yeah. so we're clear. The gist of sorry, not sorry is kind of like an arrogant, like, 
yeah, I can make 94 three-pointers in a row. Sorry, not sorry. Like that type of thing. It's that I said sorry, but I don't actually feel that way. I'm saying it more because culturally I'm supposed to. But then, you know what? Fuck you. I don't need to pretend. I'm not going to pretend. Fuck you. That's yeah. sort of how I take it. Okay. Which makes me want to strangle someone in their bathtub. In their bathtub, specifically. <laughs> yeah. No, it has to be in the bathtub. Otherwise, forget what's, it. What's so good about the bathtub? The splashing thing. as they like try <laughs> yeah. and survive. Oh, oh, it's a full bathtub. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there's no water in it. Then what are we talking about here? And it's still good for... Murder. Ca- We're talking about murder. It's still good for capturing any fluids that may escape, you know, like... Wow. For getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, otherwise the cops will... It'll be easier for them. <laughs> and when you leave your note, of course, because you're going to leave a note, <laughs> you know, your this signature is, note. This is the second Monday podcast in a row that you have brought up murder and different. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The last one you were talking about imagining somebody as peanut butter and murdering them because you're <laughs> jelly. <laughs> I wasn't saying I was going to do it, though. I was encouraging other people. To yeah, do yeah. This is completely different. Okay. This is just me. I'm talking about. Okay. Now. Strangling people and for saying sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. once again are we gonna get in any trouble for this probably not right who listens to this show anyway we're untouchable (laughs) (laughs) sounds good to me yeah i like that it's all just degenerate i feel on the spot but i want to think of other annoying phrases that have been pop culture relevant do you do you have any more um Sure. How about when we use people used to say not? Oh, well, yeah. That's, that was the worst, that's right? That's very stupid. But sorry, not sorry, maybe worse? I don't know. They're all pretty terrible. But psych? Yeah, that's Same fine. as not. Not is way worse. Because not leads you down a path. Not is like, blah, 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 blah. Not. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I really thought we were going in one direction. And now I've been tricked. Yeah. You know? Psych is... I guess it's also a trick, but it feels like it's more of a friendly, we're on the same team trick. Oh, is it? Not is like, I may have to strangle you in your bathtub. What did, <laughs> who did something to you and what did they do with not? What happened? Well, in like 1997 or whenever this happened. I happened? was in fifth grade. <laughs> you were not in fifth grade in 1997. I, I, okay, but I was in fifth grade. At one time, yeah. Yeah. And? I did pretty well. <laughs> and somebody said not. And, you got and then F. they were like, not. <laughs> you got an F? I killed that kid <laughs> in a bathtub. I, I couldn't get to the bathtub, so I just killed him in just outside, just right ne- on the floor next to the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it was the tiles. Still good for cleaning up afterward, wow. but not as good as the bathtub. Because wow. the bathtub, you just run the water and all the fluids just go down. You don't have to worry about it. the DNA <laughs> this stuff. Is so dark. <laughs> You've made this so dark. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to go where you go with this. Like I, I follow my feet on this podcast. That's yeah, the whole. Maybe move. you shouldn't though. <laughs> That's, that's possibly what you should not just do. Don't say not. I haven't been. You just did. You said you probably what you should not do. So oh, I can't. Of, I can't use it in any. I'm context. kind of infuriated with I you can't right use now. It in any context? I'm not saying I can't control myself. You just did it. You just said it. <laughs> I can say it. It's oh, fine. You if can I say it. it. Yeah. What, what's the problem if I say it? That's a good point. Yeah. There is no problem. Sorry. Not sorry. I don't feel like you're pulling that off. I don't know how to do it. You're definitely not pulling it off in a way that annoys me. It's, it's just, just, just kind of like, it just falls yeah. flat. And you're supposed just, to say I'm it like without... Unmoved. There's supposed to be no pause, right? So supposed to be like, sorry, not sorry, which is like, makes me want to punch someone that much more because it's like, fuck you. You always knew you weren't sorry. See, I think I need more context for it to really affect me. I killed your cat. Sorry, not sorry. But no. you didn't. And I wouldn't. And also, I would be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything for you there. Okay. I'm done with this conversation. I'm ready to move on. I'm following my feet out of this conversation. Normalize following your feet. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's as if it weren't normal already. <laughs> I know, good. man. That's 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 the whole thing with society, bro. It, the thing is, okay, with normalize. One more thing about normalize. It's either something that's just like super vague and obvious, and like already everybody does it, like. Like normalize buying your friend's birthday gifts or like some bullshit like that. Or it's something just like extremely obscure, like normalize painting yourself green on Friday evenings. Like, I mean, there obviously is some, which is neither of those things, right? Like, like what normalize? Um, I'm just making shit up here. Cause I don't really know. Normalize, uh, being honest to your spouse. Is that a problem for you now? You don't like, you don't want people to tell the truth to their spouse you're, anymore. You're you're saying that's abnormal. Yeah, I'm saying most people lie to their spouse all the time. Absolutely, but that's not even a good one for normalized because normalized is more of like a usually attacking visible things rather than stuff that is hidden, which lies are inherently hidden by their deception. Huh? Wow, you really thought a lot about this. I mean, I have thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> we can move on. Great. <laughs> I'm ready to move. I think we should move on. Jake Daniels. Yes. Did not make his money from whiskey. We don't think. But maybe he did. He's, he's not Jack Daniels. Right. But he could easily be related to Jack Daniels or someone who's in the well, Jack Daniels family fortune. All of that said, Jake Daniels didn't really pop up on the high roller radar until a couple of years ago. Yeah. And you'd think it would have happened earlier, considering not, not it would be different if he only popped up in poker a couple of years ago and, and immediately was a high roller, but he was playing lower stakes poker stuff before that. True. Theory. Yeah. Jake Daniels is part of the Jack Daniels family fortune. He was, his money was in a trust. Mm. It finally got released about a year ago, and bam, he's immediately playing 10K, 25K, etc. That could be it. Before that, he was playing mostly like 1,500. The biggest thing he'd ever cashed in his life was the main event for 10K, but that was the only 10K he'd ever cashed in. As soon as we got to the beginning of last of 2020, he started cashing in all these much bigger events. You know, 10Ks and higher. Yeah, and, and it doesn't, it's not like enough that he would then be playing on high-stakes poker or invited to play on high-stakes poker as a pro. It, absolutely not. So he's, he's one of the rich guys. We just don't he's a whale. really know how yeah. or why. So probably the Jack Daniels family fortune. It has to be, just because his name is similar. You would never name your kid Jake if he wasn't part of the Jack Daniels family you fortune. You would never. <laughs> Normalize naming your children Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I will normalize it. Hey, by the way, this hand was suggested by Casper Quack. Nope, not this time. Oh. Hikari. I, I might be saying that wrong. H I K A U R I. Could be Hikari. 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 Sure. Suggested on Twitter. Good job. We are the poker guys on Twitter. I don't know the hand though, so maybe it's not a good job. It's a good job. Grant knows the hand. He it, says it's good. It's it's pretty good. That's yeah. good. It's if you say it's good. I'm going to normalize trusting you. I'm glad, I'm glad you're going to do that. Okay. So Hikari did yeah. a good job by including a link and timestamp of the hand. Without that stuff, we're not going to do shit. Yeah. We are super lazy anyway. Yeah. And so like, come on, make it easy. We are the poker guys. <laughs> yeah. We're not the Twitter. working guys. Yeah. We're the poker guys. Can you imagine how much we could have accomplished if we weren't so fucking lazy? Oh, it I was- think about it. Not much because no, I'm it's lazy. Too much yeah, effort yeah. to think but, about. But once in a while, like as I'm coming out of a sleep, like I sort of <laughs> I, my dream sort of takes me there a little bit. And I will say this: like, wow, <laughs> wow, like, <laughs> we really could have been something. If we even, I, I, were, I weep for you more than me because you know, as a younger person, you uh, you've really thrown it all away. <laughs> you I know, I don't know if that makes sense. What do you mean? You're an older person. Yeah, I've already I've already accomplished things in my life, and then I became a poker guy. Oh, you okay. started with the poker guys. You fucked it all up. What can you do now? I like, mean, I was a professional poker player before I was a poker guy. That's kind of my point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
Yeah, fair. you're fucked. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not, I don't mean it in a bad way. Just like normalize, normalize telling your friends that <laughs> their lives are essentially over and they've made all the wrong decisions. I think normalized speaking truth to your friends is a great one. Kevin Durant, who might have tweeted that. He could have. I can he, see it. He did tweet something with the word normalize in it. I saw that. I assume Kyrie Irving does it all the time. I don't even know, man. That normalize guy. burning sage before basketball games. He doesn't. On the flat, flat earth. He just tweeted something like insane recently. Of like course he absolutely did. Absolutely cra- batshit crazy. Um, but let's get back to you and your, and your non-future. <laughs> just for a second. No, let's make an analogy instead. Okay. This has probably been said by many people, but it's very clear to me that Kyrie Irving is to basketball as Kanye West is to music. Yeah, everyone right. knows that. Like, okay, good. Um, yeah, and you are you clear. and <laughs> Kyrie Irving is to his mental health as you are to your future. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sure, all roads are closed <laughs> to me. I've I've failed completely by being a poker guy for six years or however fucking yeah. Long. It's been six years at least. Maybe it's six and a half now. I don't even know. It's twenty twenty one, man. Yeah, I was just thinking how um, like seven. Go on. I was just thinking how I think it will be in five years. I will be the age that you were when we met, and we started the poker guys not so long after that. What? I think you were thirty nine when we met. Mm, yeah, I'm now 34. I think that's right. Yeah. So I was 24. We were. We were 39. Yeah. I was 39. We were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Me and I was 39 and... when we met. That's right. Yeah. Whoa. You're a lot younger than me, though. Yeah. 15 years. It hasn't changed. That 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 number is staying the same. <laughs> yeah. Unless we end up in like a, a interstellar situation where oh, one of us yeah. goes to a planet where the time is different. I hope that happens. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is surprisingly good. But let's get to the hand. The answer is love. Okay, so Jake Daniels has $211,000 worth of whiskey money in front of him made from the blood of alcoholics. Are they and euro dollars? No, I'm afraid they're just dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thought I'd check. Uh, I think it's a 400-800 game. He opens to 2200. I don't care. It doesn't matter. He opens to 20. I mean, it's either that or 300, 600 game, most likely. Yeah. I guess it could be a 510 game. Who cares, though? To your point, it's all he's, the same. He's thing. plus two. He's got a couple kings, king of hearts, king of clubs. Okay. Opens to 2200. Jason Kuhn, elite player. Yeah. From West Virginia. I've heard of him. He's West got, Virginia. He's got to be the, the most successful West Virginia oh poker player. Oh, my God. By a player. mile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say something. Jason Kuhn has 475,000 in front of him. Sure. Three bets, two queens, queen of spades, queen of hearts. He's plus three. Okay. Directly to the left of Jake to 8K. Cool. Fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Daniels is going to go ahead and four bet the puppy. He's the effective stack with 211K. Do you flat here sometimes? As Coon or as, as Daniels, you mean? Daniels, but you can talk about Coon too if you want. Um, of course, we should flat a little bit as, as Daniels, but mostly we should be four betting this. We're out of position. We're against a player. Who, we're going with it. Oh, 100% we're going with it. There's no way we're fucking folding kings to Jason Kuhn pre-flop. Let's think about this for a second, though. Right. Because Kuhn calls, mm-hmm. and it feels very obvious to me that he's supposed to call. Yeah, he's certainly not supposed to fight that. And he has two queens. Yeah. So let's, let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So you're going with it. 100%. Okay. I'm not kidding. And because, I, know, I see what you're, you're saying. Because you expect him to have like ace four suited sometimes? Of course he's going to. His, his five bets are going to be pocket aces, pocket kings, and bluffs. We... Kings aren't a problem. Aces suck, but he's going to have enough bluffs. That's going to be no problem. Okay. That's what I say. And, I once, and once he puts in the five bet, we can go all in. And if, if he's forced to call, cool. If he has forced to fold, fine. No, I don't know Jake Daniels' level of play, but I'm yeah. going to guess it's significantly lower than Jason Kuhn's. I'm going to guess that as well. Do you think Kuhn is really going to bluff that often in this spot? 
That's an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't know anything about Jake Daniels. So if Chase Daniels is like kind of a crazy dude who like gets Did out you say of line, Chase Daniels is not like a NASCAR driver. No, Chase Daniels is a backup quarterback on the freaking Philadelphia oh. Eagles at one point. Yeah, uh, or Daniel. But any hoots. Uh, so if he's like super tight, then we should not be losing our minds here for sure. But assuming he's like a rich guy, like we think he is, who's maybe going to get out of line sometimes just because he feels like it because he can because it doesn't really matter. Uh, then I think we should probably have some five I mean, bucks. There's in not them. that many rich guys that that holds true for. Like you're not gonna build. You don't expect that from Bill Klein. You know? No, of course not. But I expect it from Matt Kirk. Matt Kirk, sure. But we didn't know how rich Matt Kirk was when we he was doing all that crazy That's true. stuff. That's true. But he was a rich guy. So sort of my point. Like the money doesn't matter to me, and it matters to you. I can try and put more pressure on you at times, yeah. right? So. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know anything Matt about Kirk, Jake Daniels at all. Matt Kirk is a, quite an extreme example. Yes. Well, you know, you, you pick Bill Klein. What do you want from me? I, I, I get to pick somebody, too. Okay. Name some other rich guys that it would be. That might do that? Yeah. Uh, it is harder to come up with a second guy. Bob Stupak? How about him? He's dead. Oh, so he never would have? I don't know. Also, how about in heaven, bro? I don't know. If- He's probably check raising Jim Morrison in heaven right now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, all right. Other crazy rich guys. I no one is coming to mind, but of course there are others who are crazy. You know this. Yeah. There are going to be some. I'm yeah. not saying there's going to be a lot of them. I don't know who this Jake Daniels guy is, but I'm saying that Jason Kuhn, especially for an, this is high stakes poker. Are we playing six handed or playing nine handed? Do you know? I don't know. I think it's six handed. I think it's usually six-handed. That's also going to lead Kuhn to have more bluffs. I mean, old high-stakes poker was not six-handed. I know, but I'm just thinking about when I watch it, the clips. Uh, I think it's usually six-handed. Well, that would be easier considering they're all not wearing masks, and it was definitely filmed during COVID, so maybe that would make sense. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure, um, but I'm pretty sure it's six-handed. Probably during COVID, it's six-handed either way, actually, right? Yeah. Um, anyway... I don't believe Jason Kuhn is only going to have aces here when he five bets unless he's up against sort of very, very weak competition. And I'd be surprised if Jake Daniels is that weak, but I don't know. Okay, cool. Do you disagree with that? No, not really. Okay. I mean, going, it's been very rare. Now I have not played. I'm like when poker live poker was happening in my life, I played way more tournaments than I did cash games. But of the cash games that I played, you know, playing some 5-10 and some 5-5 five, five and stuff where I happened to be deep stacked, I rarely found myself in a position where I felt comfortable getting in that, that many blinds with Kings preflop. Sure. But you, you were know? up against yeah. different kinds of competition. I mean, I think there's some 5-10 players who are really tough, you know. Sure. And I sometimes was against them. But, but this is Jason Kuhn we're talking about. Yeah, of course. It's a little different. Yeah. Yeah. If you're up against Jason Kuhn, you probably just can't ever fold Kings preflop is my guess. Probably not. It's probably just an impossible. But Kuhn would never consider five betting queens, right? I don't know if that's true, but assuming that we have not an absolute batshit crazy reputation, then I would guess he's mostly calling queens here. Yeah. Which is what he does. I mean, it feels like the only option, right? I wouldn't consider, when we're this deep, I wouldn't consider putting any more money in with queens either. Four bet is to 29K, by the way. It's pretty big. Yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. It makes it easier to play post-flop, you know, with this. When we start with 211, we've already put 29 in, assuming we get called. You know, our stack to pot ratio is pretty yep. favorable here. It's like three to one. So, yeah, as Kuhn, it's like there's no folding, raising only against very specific opponents. Calling is uncomfortable because, like, you know, you're often behind against a lot of players who are going to do this in early position, but you can't fold this hand. No, you just can't. Except against the tightest, tightest, tightest. What do you tightest. do with two tens if you're Kuhn and you had three bet? 
Uh, you do the math to see if you can profitably try and flop a set, and if you can't, you fold, I think. So what about jacks, then? I mean, because we're talking about being up against an amateur, right? Yeah. If we're up think- against a good player, we always call with all these hands. Yeah. We just don't fold tens. Yeah. Period. Um, if we're up against an amateur where we think they mostly have value here, which is probably like queens plus, mm-hmm. we probably shouldn't. We probably just can't call with two tens here, right? We probably just have to. We're just forced to fold, right? How much did we put in? How much, what did we make it? Eight. He made it 29. There's 37 plus a little more. I'll call it 40 or less. 38,000 in there. And there's another 180 to win. It's 18 to win. No, we're not really getting the right odds. No. Nah. So we probably just have to fold. It's poop. Yep. But we got queen, so we call. That's cool. What, that's what Kuhn does. Cool. He would do that on Nitrogen Sports also, but it would be in Bitcoin. And you do it with a telephone. Because it's pretty antiquated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you have to call in your, your plays. That's not uh, true. I raise. What is that you said? <laughs> I said I raise. He raises. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's not true. It's no. on the internet. It works well. It's yeah, it's nice. A it's nice. Poker site. Yeah. <laughs> you know how those work, right? Yeah, yeah. If you use the link in the description, <laughs> you get special stuff, by the way. You sure do. You get uh, access to our an insane monthly tournament where they have this crazy overlay, thousands of dollars overlay every single tournament that they do monthly for the poker guys. And it's not like thousands of dollars in a prize pool of 100000 It's like thousands right. of dollars in a prize pool of 5000 yeah, like they guarantee about $5,000 and the, the amount of money that the players themselves will have ended up putting in is something like 1200 Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely insane or even less. Yeah. Uh, it's just free money. Actually, I just realized that it was yesterday and I didn't play or two days ago and I forgot to play it. I and forgot I'm like, too. Oh, I'm such an idiot because it's just free money. Why yeah. wouldn't I play it? It costs, should, it costs a, it's a tenth of a mil, but it's like four fifty to I play have an $5. Excuse. I have a three-month-old daughter. It makes yeah. life a little more hectic. What's my, your excuse? My excuse is that... It's pandemic living, yo. <laughs> no one knows what time or what day it is. It's pandemic living. That's all. That's all I got. Lots of people know what time and what day it is. No. no, you, no you none, of, none of the poker guys know. I do, actually, because my wife has a job, and that mm. helps. This poker guy, none of them know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I often struggled. And, like, I actually thought it was Monday until I just realized, oh, it's Tuesday because you're here. Must be Tuesday. I'm, I'm Tuesday, man. It's like the only reason I need to know what day it is because you come over on certain days for us to record stuff. And once in a while, there's like we do like an online poker thing on a Wednesday. And the Celtics, who I watch all their games, they play on certain days. So I need to know what day it is for that. That's really the only reason I ever need to know what day it is anymore. Hmm. So, you know, I'm just saying I end up taking a lot of naps on my, Hopefully my sofa. Hopefully, that'll all change soon. I'm not even complaining. I don't mind it. It's pretty fun. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Loving the pandemic. <laughs> on one level, on some levels, I am. Anyway, and so is nitrogen because right. you know what? It just is a wonderful place to be during a pandemic. Right, we're doing an ad. I we're forgot. doing an ad. Nitrogen <laughs> Sports. Yes, that tournament does exist that we referred to. Of course, you have to use the link when you sign up in order to access that. It's in the description of the podcast. Use the damn link, you fools. Of course, there's also sports betting. There's casino games. And when you use the link, you get access to other stuff, too. We did a March Madness bracket. They put in $300 just for free. Yeah, and it was a free roll, so it isn't like you had to pay for anything. Yeah. You just got to fill your bracket and see if you win money. Yeah, so stuff like that will come up in the future, too. Yep, always does. These guys are awesome. Get, get on nitrogen. There. Get you some poker. Get you some poker. Get on nitrogen. Get, in, get on oxygen. Get you some nitro. Yeah. Get you some life. Sure. Nitro is life. Life is nitro. Nice. Jason Kuhn is in a hand. Yes. There's $60,000 in the pot. After all the flim flam, 
the folded out preflop. Right. Blinds, antis, and whatnot after the 29K four bet. Let's find out what happens now. Daniels has kings. Kuhn has queens. The flop is jack of diamonds, king of spades, four of spades. Sure. Jason Kuhn does have the backdoor flush draw. Mm-hmm. Daniels has top set. Yeah. Daniels is going to bet. How do you want to size it? Obviously, you're betting. We're definitely betting for all the reasons. It's a bit of a wet board. We have top set in a four bet spot, meaning our opponent often has a pretty good hand. Yeah. We should try and get some value. Also, the board could get a little wacky, not just because we would lose, but we just may lose action and our, may lose our opponent as scary cards come off. We should definitely bet. There's 60K in there. Uh, we should make it. This board is good for us, but it's good for our opponent, too. Um, so I don't think we need to size it too far down, especially with it as wet as it is. I'm thinking like twenty five to $30,000, something like that. What did he size it at? 14300 Oh, my God. He went super small. Yeah, he's trying to keep uh, the, the pocket queens of the world around. He and, is crushing the board. Yeah. So it's tough. I mean, the real hope is that Kuhn has two jacks, right? Of course. And then it doesn't matter how you size it anyway, right? right? Or if he has ace-king, it also doesn't matter how you size it. Well, ace-king may just call, though. Jacks, you're going to be able to make it into a raising war oh, right that's now. that's true. That's true. Scary cards could come and kill your action against Ace King or, yeah. or actually make you lose in the end. I, um, I guess I understand in a four bet pie why he would size it down, but I think I would go ahead and just make it a, a, a bit more. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'd make it more too. I mean, if it was, if the Jack was not a spade, then maybe this makes more sense. Yeah. But yeah, I think I like more like 22 to 28,000, somewhere in that range. I mean, basically any spade. And any 10 is sort of, we're sort of up against an arm. Like combo draws, this combo draw of spades and 10s are like kill our action, basically. Yeah. Right? Like we're like, if a 10 comes, we're like, well, it's not great anymore. Can't fold ever, but not great. And a spade, of course, is not great either. Of course. Yeah. But I don't know. It depends on what you think of, of, of Kuhn's range being calling preflop. Like we were thinking he maybe just folds 10s against some amateurs, maybe not against Daniels. Like, yeah. Are you getting called by 10s on this board, no matter what you size it? When I say a 10, it's because ace-queen makes no, Broadway. Oh, okay. But I'm just curious. If you size it super small, ooh, what are we beating here? Would nines four bet us pre? Unlikely. Would ace-queen? Maybe a little, but not that often. Yeah. Nines may not call even 14,400. Yeah. I think they're supposed to fold. 10s, probably the same thing. Maybe 10s with the 10 of spades call? Maybe? But I don't even know. Queens, I think queens has to call. I think Queens has to call too, especially from a distribution perspective, and just hope that Daniels has like ace five suited because obviously we're not beating any of the good four bet hands. I mean, we're up against basically either somehow, sometimes he has pocket aces and it's great. Sometimes he has pocket jacks and it's great. When he has pocket queens, we got to figure out ways to extract value. And we have ace queen, we have to figure out ways to extract value slash charge him. And ditto spades. Everything else is probably going to fold anyway, and don't worry about it, you know? All right, from Coon's perspective, now that this bet has happened. Yeah. I mean, you're not beating any value, obviously. Like, a set of jacks got there. Daniel, I mean, I don't know anything about Daniels. Maybe he has pocket tens in his four-betting range. Maybe. You wouldn't expect it too frequently. So you're just hoping he has, like, an ace-wheel suited type hand. Yeah, it's not great. We do have two back doors to go along with our very powerful pocket pair, which is something. Yeah. We're in position, which is something, and it's a very small bet. We're getting, like, five to one. You put it all together, I think we just, you know, the Magic Ball is going to say, you know, we always have to call here. Um, but it's already not great, even for pocket queens, to your point. Yeah. Like, if he's, and in fact, if he sizes up to the, to the number I was saying, like 25, 30, I think queens are still going to call for all the same reasons, but it's harder. Ace king is always going to call. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe, maybe queens sometimes can find like a spectacular fold here sometimes. 
against well, against a lot of opponents anyway. Kuhn's gonna call. I yeah. can't blame him, but I would it call. does feel poopy. I would definitely call here. Pot's now eighty eight thousand six hundred. Okay. The turn is the three of spades. Hey, look so at that. Kuhn has the second nut flush draw now. Sweet. Do you keep betting as Daniels? I think we probably should, because if we don't bet, it's often going to go check, check, right? Like, what isn't... Maybe ace-queen with the ace of spades, if we check, is going to bet. What about ace-queen of spades? Well, that is going to, you know, yeah. put in money no matter what, right? Yes. Um, we at least have a hand that is equity against everything, you know? It's not, like, it's not great, but it's not the end of the world, even if he does, did just get there. But there's also not that many combos of flushes here. Yeah, it's not like Kuhn has seven, eight of spades or something. Right, and even ace, three of spades, he just doesn't have. No, well, the three like, there, but... Okay, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. ace, four, ace, five, ace, deuce. Yeah, he's not, he's not just flatting a four bet. He might have ace, ten of spades, maybe not. Maybe probably, only... Probably maybe, not. So we're saying basically he has one combo of spades. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think we should worry too much about it. And if, yeah. if he happens to have it, we're not going to fold, and we hope it works out. You yeah. know, like sometimes we lose. It's okay. Okay. We have a monster. Reasonable. Like, we want to still get value out of ace-king and pocket jacks and pocket aces and a big spade, ace-queen with the ace of spades, all that shit. I think we should bet, because he's going to check back so much of everything that isn't the flush. He's mostly checking back, unless it's the naked ace of spades. So how do you want to size it this time, then? So how much do we have in there? 88. Um, I don't think we need to bet huge. Um, we bet 14 for maybe 33, something like that. Like a little more than a third of the pot? Is, is that enough? I, I don't know. I mean, we're trying to charge hands like queens with a queen of spades and aces yeah, with the ace of spades. That's a good point. Ace king with the ace of spades. I just worry if we bet 50, we're just going to lose like almost everything. But you're probably right. We we're probably not, should. We're going to lose queens and aces. Or no, we're, we're going to lose queens. Aces that, may hang on. Yeah, aces may hang on. We're going to lose queens unless they have a spade. Yeah. And aces are probably hanging on either way, and ace king is probably hanging on either way. You're right. We should charge more. You're right. We should charge 50, 53 or something yeah. like that. You're right. Well, he bets 40. The thing is also, like, if we look at, like, we have a hand that we could, in theory, shove the river with, right? Like, yeah. we could try and shove. So we want to size this in a way so the river shove is not so big that it's easier for Kuhn to call. You know, he may like accidentally commit himself a little bit more emotionally and just pot, be a little more pot. Now he's chasing Kuhn. Maybe that won't matter. But like, we don't want to have a mon- We don't want to bet too much, you know, so that way like the river is like a whole pot size bet if we can make it three quarters of a pot where he's going to have more reasons to call. I think that's another reason to bet a little more now instead of less. That's yeah. All. Well, he goes for 40, so bigger than the 33, yeah. but less than maybe we would like. Yeah, if he, if he bets 13K more... On the river, it, we could shove for 115. That's going to be an easy one. I mean, into a pot of like almost 200. I mean, that's going to be an easy, easy, or, you know, super easy call. Not call, but that's going to be like mathematically. I guess it's fine, though. Either way, it's going to, we have less than a pot. Right? Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It doesn't really matter. Okay. I'm over. I'm over. Now, is there any, is there any folding as Coon with Queens with a Queen of Spades? <sighs> I guess not. I mean, fuck. What are we, we're not beating anything, right? We're, I mean, yeah. What are, he could have Ace King with the Ace of Spades. He could have Aces with the Ace of Spades. He could have a set of Kings. He could have a set of Jacks. He could have Ace Three with all or Ace Deuce with all Spades or yeah. Ace Ten of Spades. You know, yeah, he could have those things. We're too. at a severe range disadvantage here as Coon. Severe, but we also have the second nut flush draw. Yeah, and sometimes we're up against a hand like this. Sometimes we're mostly losing, I think. But, but. You know or what? <laughs> but like we can get there. We can hit a queen. We can hit a spade, right? Those are all. Now we well, can't. I know we can't hit a queen. Yeah. But like in our mind, we can often hit a queen and hit a spade. If we, if we hit the queen, the only things we're losing to now are ace 10 and pocket kings. Like we'll take that. 
I think, compared to where we are right now in this. Like, we'd be thrilled or, to hit a queen. Or flushes that are already there. True. Or like 9-10 suited that he lost his mind yeah. with. I mean, the thing is, he can have lost his mind, maybe. And if, he, yeah. if it's possible that he lost his mind, then maybe he can have, like, ace-x with the ace of spades. Just if, one spade? Yeah, and if that's true, well, now we have to call again, right? Yeah. It's going to make a lot of weird river decisions for us. Because if, like, a spade comes and he shoves, it's like, oh, I guess I have to fucking call. Jesus. I mean, you can't call the turn with his hand and then fold in a spade. I agree. You just can't. Unless we know he's super tight. Yeah. But he, we must not think that. Right? I don't think we think that. For calling the turn, we must not think he's super tight. Well, Kuhn's calling the turn. Yeah. Of course he is. If he folds the turn, why would we talk about this? All right. It just feels like a poopy spot. Yep. Not liking it. Pot's 168,600. The river is the deuce of hearts. Well, that's a brick. It is a big old brick. The board reads Jack of Diamonds, King of Spades, Four of Spades, Three of Spades, Deuce of Hearts. Daniels is going to move in for yeah. 128 into 168. Yeah. Makes sense. If Kuhn has a slow played flush that he somehow has, so be it. You know, congratulations, Jason Kuhn. Here's my money. Trying to get value. What are we trying to get value from? What is our greatest expectation? Ace King? It. Pocket Jacks would be the ultimate, well, but Pocket Jacks is going to yeah. call. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Like Ace King is the one which I think was what we're trying to get value from. And, and Pocket Aces is probably there too. Sure. There's probably more Ace King than Pocket Aces, not just because of combos, but in terms of like there's 16 combos of, of one pre flop. And yeah, because of pre flop. Yeah. Like he's not like I just don't imagine Coons ever five betting Ace King there unless, probably unless Jake is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's going to flat with almost all his Ace Kings. He's going to flat with some of his Pocket Aces. Yeah. Um, I think we're targeting. Yeah. I think we're trying to not let ACE King and ACEs check back. Yeah. Cause yeah, if we check and he's got pocket jacks, he's betting anyway. I think like, I can't imagine he's going to, Coon's going to check back a set of jacks here if we check. Yeah. But ACE King, ACE King is a weird spot. Like, what am I getting value out of? Like, so hard to come up with something that's going to call, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, so ultimately he does move in. Yeah. Kuhn doesn't immediately fold. Hmm. So what are we thinking about here as Jason Kuhn? What are we hoping our opponent yes, has? That's the key question. What are we even hoping? Because like some of the bluffs really did get there. Like even ace five, if there's like ace five of hearts and he bets the flop just because, and then the turn, he picks up a gutter and now he got there and now he shoves like, that's not great. Um, so that's a little bit of a problem. Not a huge problem. But what are we hoping he has? I don't even know. We block ace-queen. Yeah. It's not great. Well, we block ace-queen of spades, which is great. Okay, that's true. That's we have most, a spade in our hand. most likely flush. We have our spade in our hand. That's true. Ace-queen of spades is probably his most likely flush, right? It has to be, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah having the queen of spades in our hand is cool. Um, but having both queens blocks ace-queen in general, which is maybe one of the four bets that maybe he can have. Like, yeah. maybe he four bets ace-queen sometimes. If he's not four betting ace-queen... I don't know what we can beat. What can we beat? I mean, random bluffs. Two crazy nines? Like I mean... Ace, ace seven suited. That right. Nuts. That just like, boom, I bet the flop. You called. Oh, I got the ace of spades. Or I just had the seven of spades and I bet the turn. Oh, you called again. Well, guess what? Like, let's see how much... I'm rich. Let's see how you feel about this. Yeah. That's what we can beat. It's like, it's like when Pesh was up against Fetter. And he's like, the only thing I can beat is Fetter. Yeah. Um, that's what it feels like here. We can't I mean, beat anything. You have to have a lot of information about this guy to consider calling with two queens on this run out against this action. I agree. It's cool to have the queen of spades, but it's not cool enough. We might think to ourselves, what is he, what is he taking this line with? Let's ask what's the value. Here. Right. I was thinking that like, uh, 
I think we can give him sets, kings and jacks. Absolutely. And then if ace he has queen. ace wheel type hands of spades, then he might do that. Sometimes he may show up with ace five suited that isn't yeah, this. And, and, he got, and he got there on yeah. the river in some miracle way. Does he do it with aces? I don't believe so. But I don't know this guy. But if I but in a in a more vacuumy type spot, I don't believe he should. What about aces, aces with here. the ace of spades? To get called by ace king? I guess, yeah. Maybe. Maybe you feel like if you check, you're calling anyway. And Kuhn doesn't really have any bluffs, so let's try and get value out of Ace-King because Ace-King really might check back. Yeah. Okay, maybe Aces. Maybe just with the Ace of Spades so that we're less often against a trappy mm. flush. The problem, of course, from Kuhn's point of view is he's also losing to that hand. Yep. <laughs> he can't beat any of those hands so far. Yeah. Um, and we just added some more combos in there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he's shoving the sets. He's shoving the straights, of which there aren't many, but some. He's shoving his spades that... You know, his ace X of spades, if he yeah. has any of those. Obviously, ace. Oh, he can't have ace queen of spades. So that's cool. He might be able to have ace ten of spades. We don't know. Don't know, yeah. Maybe, but that's only one combo. Um, we already said ace X of spades, so that. You're right. That covers it. You're right. Um, and that's kind of it, unless he can have like nine ten or nine ten of spades. Seems or, unlikely. Seems, I agree. He's probably got calls there, not four yeah. minutes. So, okay. So uh, it feels like we've got a lot of value. What bluffs do we have? The naked ace of spades? The naked X of spades? Yeah. Ace queen with the ace of spades. Yeah. Ace queen with the ace of spades is pretty it good. It makes the most sense. Yeah. I, I think you could play it just like this. Yeah. It sucks to have two queens in our hand then. Like, that's the wrong... Yeah. Now, it's the queen of spades. Cool, but it sucks to have two queens in our hand. It does. Somebody would rather have two tens or suddenly. Um, <clears throat> what other bluffs? Besides, I guess there's the random ace, ace of spades. Ace eight bluff. of diamonds. Right. I don't know. Like... Like, just any two cards that he went crazy with that but, happens. But yeah. it seems like if this guy has any skill at all, he's not going to do that too frequently. Just random cards. I mean, Kuhn called the four bet, called the flop, called a bigger bet on the turn. Like he Kuhn has, has something. He has the worst hand that he ever shows up with here. I think you're right. I don't think Ace Jack makes it this far. Hey, that's a reason to fold. Yeah. He has the worst hand he ever shows up with here. Yeah. I mean, having the spade in his hand maybe is one of the things that, that pulls Kuhn towards a call a little bit because yeah. he's tanking. But having the... Two queens in his hand is very bad exactly. because of the bluff of ace of spades queen. Yeah, I agree. Um, this feels like we're supposed to fold against all but the most craziest. And maybe if we're up against Matt Kirk, we actually just like have to close our eyes and I call. I think this is a call against Matt yeah. Kirk. Because so, Matt Kirk has like four nine offsuit. Yes. You know, like he can have anything. So yeah. we're just like, I played it just this way. I just flatted the preflop with queens to the four bet because against Matt Kirk, I can five bet, right? Well, maybe I mean, Jake Daniels is, maybe he's not Matt Kirk, but maybe he's kind of like that because Jason Kuhn fucking calls. Yeah. That would that would that would make sense that yeah. Jake Daniels has this reputation of being just like a complete wild card. He's like, I got too much money. I don't know. I yep. invested in all of the right cryptos and got out at the right. Well, it could, couldn't have been the right time if you got out a year ago, but no. whatever. He made a ton of money. Yeah. And it's it's just fun money for me now. And mm-hmm. I just like to bluff people. Yeah. You know? Like, how do you think I want all those 10K high rollers and 25K high rollers? Yeah. 10K high rollers at like the Aria, which they have because um, I just put pressure on people because I don't care. Yeah. Like, and guess what? Even Ike Haxton cares a little bit still about the money, but I don't because yeah. I'm way richer. Like that really could be in play here. Yeah. And if Kuhn's aware of that, that can justify a call with Queens here. Yep. Against most players, I can't imagine calling with Queens here. I agree. And by the way, Kuhn tanks forever and then calls, but that doesn't mean Kuhn wasn't calling the whole time. Yeah. Kuhn might be doing this as to induce future bluffs, yep. much like we talk about the way we sometimes suspected Dan, Dan Zach would yep. play in art would play against uh, Garrett Edelstein, right? Where, 
he'd make plays and we'd be like, they have to call with that hand, but they, they take two minutes to call and make it look like it was tough. And I'm not sure that they were, they meant it, you know? Yeah. If he thinks this guy's coming to the next Triton stuff and playing in those side games, this is peanuts compared to what they play for over there. So maybe Kuhn's trying to set that up. Who knows? And if, and maybe he's thinking like, well, geez, like, uh, I almost got him to fold Queens there. Like that's great for bluffing spots. I mean, it really isn't, but maybe he would think it is because he's not. And so, and Kuhn's like, yeah, never in a million years am I folding. A hundred percent of the time, I'm calling you all the way down with Queens, unless there's an ace on the board or the board gets super funky. Like, I'm just never folding against you. Yeah. That's what it seems like is what's up. Right. Because based on, like, our lack of knowledge of Daniels, I would say, oh, okay, this is a fold. But yeah, I guess Kuhn just knows something. I mean, without that, this has got to be a fold. Like, we, we hate calling the turn and we just, like, sort of roll our eyes and like, yeah, 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 I pulled yeah. the river. This sucks, but I clearly fold. Yeah. Like, no reason to throw any more money after this. Kuhn looks pretty upset, by the way. Does he? Maybe he's doing a whole acting thing. He looks upset. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder why. Yeah. Maybe it's the whole acting thing. I don't know. But what would he be upset about there? Getting owned by maybe it's because he has maybe it's because he has ace queen or sorry because he has the queen of spades so he's like well you don't have the nut flush very often so it's it's basically a set of kings or a set of jacks are really the is really the only value you have and I'm beating everything else maybe he thinks that maybe he knows yeah. this guy's range is tight enough there where it's like ace queen of spades set of kings set of jacks that's it so he's not block, even shoving aces you block one of the seven combos that's not that good no but it's yeah it's not great but it's still something yeah and you're like you're like you're not shoving ace king you're not shoving aces. You know, and you can have weird bluffs. So this is an easy call. And then he's upset. He's like, I can't believe he fucking had one of those seven combos. You know, maybe. Maybe. That's all I got. Either way, that's how you lose money. Yep. Music is my sunlight and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe.